Welcome to Twin Talk. This is Joy and I'm here with my sister Angie and today we are going to be discussing an audiobook original. It's called Call Me Maybe and it was written by Kara Bastone. I'm not sure how to say that. Um, and the audiobook actually lasts <clears throat> five hours and 55 minutes so we're talking right at right under six hours. But uh, before we get started, I want to say this is one of those that we're going to say it's meant to be listened to. Absolutely. Yeah. It's actually like a little miniature play. The actors are phenomenal. It's just, you cannot read this, I don't feel, mm -hmm. and get the gist. You just can't. You have to hear her you voice. You have to experience you it. Have, exactly. That's perfect. You have to experience it. You have to hear the voices and the sound effects. So don't, even though this is available in like text form, please, please, please listen to this. I highly recommend that you listen to this. So before we get into the story and why, and we've already talked about this, we both just absolutely adore this uh this or I do uh, it just kind of like mm, maybe I loved it um, I absolutely loved it I, oh, was, I just I was just thinking adored um, yeah no I really did like it maybe not go that far yeah. but I I was the first time I actually am re-listening to it now and the first time I listened to it I just thought it was so adorable and so much fun to listen to and I was like and it's an an audible original and I got it for free I was hey, like, that's one of the perks. Yeah, it, it is unlike anything else you'll ever listen to. Yeah. Yeah, it's very unique. So before we get into the characters and the story, um, this uh, these questions I'm about to ask Angie, they are relevant, and you'll understand why in a minute. But do you like to talk on the phone? No, not really. Now, sometimes when I get on the phone with you, it's because I'm venting or I have good mm -hmm. gossip. Now, <laughs> those are some longer conversations. But yeah. you're, about the, you're probably the only person that I'm ever on the phone with for more than five minutes. Same here. My husband hates to talk on the phone. Uh, really, the only people I talk to on the phone are family and, of course, him. And No, I don't like to. And I'm kind of paranoid because... Yes, many, you are. <laughs> many, many years ago, I don't know why we had a scanner. Yeah. Like a police scanner mm -hmm. type deal. And we were at your house. And we said, <laughs> shall I reveal our dirty little secret? Yeah. We just sat and listened to some people because it picks up cell phone conversations. Yeah. Now, I will say this. They don't really make scanners anymore that do that anymore. There's oh, a certain band. I think I they may that. have outlawed it. So, but at the, at the, we had a really old scanner that had the capability of picking up the frequency of cell phone conversations. Okay. Yeah. Well, we just listened to, I don't know, <clears throat> maybe two or three different cell phone conversations. Yeah. And I felt so guilty. Yeah. Because I really was to me it was trespassing these people are having these private conversations <laughs> which really we didn't hear anything yeah. salacious it or was, anything like that and let me just let me just add okay it wasn't like we had this intention of oh let's try to find some i think we were just messing around with it and wanting to know if that was really true and then we just happened across someone who was talking and of course you're just like oh that's someone talking. Well, you couldn't help but just like, what are they saying? I know. <laughs> so I don't think we had I these really bad intentions. To me, my intention was I wanted to hear these emergency 911 calls or I wanted mm -hmm. to hear the police scanner. Right. What's going on? You know, all the action. And instead, we're listening to people 
having these but everyday wrote, conversations on their cell phone. I, I only remember hearing one conversation, but maybe we heard. But the one we heard, it was like these two teenage girls talking, mm-hmm. and they were so stupid. And I mean, their conversation was so stupid, and they were just real young and immature that we were literally like, oh my gosh, this is not even worth listening well, to. Well, the one that I remember, it was a man and a woman, oh. and they were talking, something about a trampoline came up in the conversation. I remember they were talking about, she said, oh, I'm with my kids on the trampoline, but the thing I remember the most about it is the more I listened, the more I realized I think they were having an affair. Oh. Do you remember that? No. It, mm. Just the little nuances and the way they were talking yeah. to each other and the kind of guarded way that they said some things. Yes. And they just said a few little things that made, I was like, these people are having an affair. Okay. And I just felt, because that's none of my business. So I just, I just remember feeling so guilty. But every time I talk on the phone, I think, who's listening to me? Who can hear me? And that's why I, I will, will talk testi- in code. I will testify to that. I cannot tell you how many times I've been talking on the phone with Joy. And she'll say, okay, you know M. And I'm like, M? And that's it's the initial of someone's right. name. And she's like, okay, you got that part? I'm like, yeah. You know the person and, who used to watch your daughter at yeah, this? Yes. Email. And then she'll say, okay, well, they went over and they were talking to C. And I'm like, and I'm literally trying to think in code because Joy will not say people's names over the well, phone. Well, because I, like I said, ever since that experience where we said, and listen to people yeah. on their cell phones. I'm like, who is listening? Yeah, and I'm not saying that that it's doesn't not like happen. Saying anything earth shattering? Yeah, I'm still. not saying that. I'm not saying that's not possible that someone's. But in my opinion, I'm thinking, okay, what are the chances that someone's listening right now at this moment and even knows what we're talking about? I but know. but you but you're absolutely right. I think in this day and age, you can never be too careful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Describe to me how you feel when you know you have to call a customer service line. Oh my gosh! Stressed. <laughs> stressed apprehensive scared yes I'm the same way like if I think I have to call a customer service line yeah. like I'm gonna start breaking out the sweat like oh no because I know number one you're either gonna get an automated system that takes you around in a start you have to yes. listen to the 15,000 options then you choose the option and then the wait time is 45 minutes, or you get cut off, or you get sent to the wrong one. I've just learned hit zero no matter what. Just keep yeah, hitting zero, keep zero, zero, zero. <laughs> and then when you do get an actual human being as mm-hmm. someone is, that's been outsourced as some Indian girl. Pro- yeah, someone you can't some understand. some girl like Calcutta, India, and they're super friendly, but I can't understand what they're saying. And they probably can't understand you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they don't understand my southern accent. They're like, I'm sorry, could you repeat yourself, Mom? And of those horrible accents. But anyway, so if you do get an automated system, half the time I get cut off. If it's a human, our accents get in the way. We can't understand each other. I absolutely detest calling customer service lines. Hey, I gotta say this. One thing I love about my husband is he's taken over the role of the customer service talk. (laughs) And so he, anytime we have a problem, whether it be, it's typically our satellite service. I'm not gonna say their name because we can't stand them because they (laughs) lie. But anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, anytime that me and my kids are at home and we can hear Corby on the phone, if if he's pacing, which he paces anyway, (laughs) if he's pacing all around the house and he's yelling at somebody, we know he's on the phone with this company. 
Oh, no. Yeah, and, and I'm going, be nice. But after they've lied to us like the 10th time, I'm like, let them have it. <laughs> let them have let it. Let them have it. Put yeah. in a real nice, respectful way. Um, okay. And, and you'll hear them, and they're going, you lie. You lie. <laughs> you, you just, how many times have you told me that? You told me my rate was going to be this, and now it's this. Oh, yeah, that's so, funny. Yeah, it is. If, if it wasn't so sad and tragic, it would be funny. So we're both in agreement that we dread calling customer service. Yes. And I will say this. That's nice that you let Corby do that for you, but mm-hmm. usually I won't let Jeff call them because I know he's like Corby. It's gonna get it's, he's going to yeah. let him have it and yeah. tell him how he really feels. And I'm like, uh, let's it's not so go funny because when my kids were little and he'd be on the phone just yelling at them, I would be like, kids, come here. And we would all go in the room. Okay, go shut the door. Daddy's on the phone. And I was like, turn the cartoons on. And I'd be trying to like totally escape the yeah, situation. Protect them yeah. from the anger. <laughs> Okay, what is the longest phone conversation you've ever had? Can you recollect? That is too funny because I, I do remember being on the phone when I was in high school and it was this boy that I really, really liked. And I want to say... Who? No, no, no. Oh. D. It was D. David. His name was David. I can okay. say that. And so yeah. I just had a really big crush on him. And I want to say we talked like till 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. or No, it might have been 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. And, wow. and I'm thinking to this day... What did we have to mm-hmm. say that we could literally talk from like midnight to five o'clock at like five hours? That's funny you say that wow. because I was trying to think of mine, and mine also was with my high school boyfriend named David. <laughs> yeah. Now here's the catcher, which most people have to realize. You know, we we're in we're actually recording at our mother's house right now, and we're in the back bedroom, and this is the bedroom where I was on that landline with oh. my boyfriend, and I remember talking to him till almost the sun was coming up. Yes. And same thing. I'm like, what the crud? We're like 14 years old. 15. I can hear mom what right now. About? Where was I? Y'all were on at, the phone at midnight. I well, and I'll have to, uh, let me go back and say, though, I remember it was during the summer. We didn't have yeah. school. We didn't have to get up in the morning. But I'm like, what the crud were we talking about till right. like, the sun was coming up? But here's <laughs> the thing. We had landlines back then. Right. And party lines. And there's no telling how many people were sitting there probably needing the phone or listening in on us, and we had no idea. Well, that makes sure one of the reasons. Stupid stuff. That's probably one of the reasons we did it, because we knew you, we had to take turns. You couldn't have more than one person on the phone at the same time. So mm-hmm. it might have been the, like, hey, I finally got a free line. I didn't have time to talk without being interrupted. Yeah. Well, I would say that, so my longest phone conversation, I would say if we started talking about 10 at night, we I remember talking to, I remember saying, oh, I think the sun's coming up. It was probably seven or eight hours. Wow. And that's way too long. But yeah, as an adult, that would never happen now. Oh, no, 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 no. no. That would never happen now. Even Corby will call me like at night when he's on shift and we'll sit there and talk for like five minutes and it'll get real quiet and mm-hmm. I'll say, well... I'll talk to you later. And then well, next thing you know, you know like we with, have nothing to yeah, say. Yeah, <laughs> like with Jeff, he hates talking on the phone and he hates texting. Just he wants to talk face-to-face when he gets home. And that's mm-hmm. fine because I don't really like texting and talking that much oh, either. Okay. So. Anyway, the reason I'm asking these questions is because this book, it's like I said, it's an Audible original. I got it for free. I absolutely love it. Uh, it's about a six-hour listen. It's written by Cara Bastone. Uh, here's the tagline. True love is on the line in this charming, laugh-out-loud rom-com created specifically for the audio format. And that's what we were saying early, earlier. You have to listen to that. That was catchy. True love is on the, the line. line. How catchy. Yeah, a little pen there. Uh, Vera Hoffman has just days to make sure her website for her new date-in-a-box business launches. When the darn thing glitches, she calls her IT company and connects with Cal Cantola. 
An intense week of phone calls, DMs, voice messages, and texts ensue, and in between troubleshooting, these two start to develop feelings. But will their systems be compatible when they actually meet face-to-face? <laughs> and so here's, I'm just going to read one review because this kind of sums up how I felt about the book. This is a girl named Christy from Goodreads. She gave it four stars. I'm going to give it four and a half stars. I don't know. What would you give it? Um, probably four and a half. Four and a half. Four, four, four and a half. Okay. She said, this was truly adorable and so much fun to listen to. If you're looking for a sweet love story, Call Me Maybe will hit the spot. The narration is incredible, and I loved Vera and Cal. I wish it would have been a bit longer, and we would have had more time with the couple, but I enjoyed it so much. That sounds like that's pretty much how I felt about the book. Yeah, it was. It was like I said earlier. It was. It's different. Yeah. It's just. It's you're basically listening in to two people. Like she keeps having to call her IT company because she's having trouble. You know, problems with her computer. Yeah. And she's got a, a hard deadline coming up. She's she's going to go to this show and she's got to get these problems fixed. So her and this tech this uh, tech guy are it's it, the whole book is listening in on their conversation and it's mm-hmm. just really really entertaining very so we're gonna do something a little different because I'm not I'm so unclear on copyright laws what I really want to do was just play the first part of the book and put it to the microphone but I'm really not sure about copyright laws and things mm-hmm. like that but if you look online, they do give you part of the book for free, like as a uh, preview. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to start with chapter one. It says Monday morning. I'm going to play the part of Cal. Angie's going to play the part of, um, oh my gosh, why have I already forgotten her name? I just said oh, what it. what is her name? Uh, is it, uh, how in the world did I just forget that? Anyway, we'll figure it out here. Oh, Vera. Vera is her name. Okay. Okay. Now, let me just say this this disclaimer. These actors are phenomenal. Yes. I mean, they make the book. I don't think the book, the audio book would be wait, so wait, successful without them. Would the correct term them. be narrators? You, oh, you yeah. actors. Yeah. I guess, I guess voice both. actors yeah. Yeah. or, yeah, narrators. They, mm-hmm. they are what? The writing, obviously, is incredible, but, mm-hmm. of course, these voice actors or yeah, narrators. Yeah, you gotta have a good uh, oh, narrator to make to it come me, to life. To me, am I overstating that? No. I think they're phenomenal. They are very good. Okay, very so we're gonna actually... We're, we're not gonna do justice No, to <laughs> I'm gonna play Cal and she's gonna play uh, Vera. Vera, Vera, Vera. Sorry, and no, we're not even gonna come close to these voice actors, but we just wanted to give your, you, our listeners, an idea of how witty and charming and fun the dialogue is between yes. these two characters. It's a good sample of dialogue. Yeah. Okay, so it's chapter one, Monday morning. Uh, Joy playing the part of uh, Cal. And, and Angie's playing the part of uh, Vera. Vera. <laughs> okay, chapter one, but Monday morning. But that's not morning. the voice I'm going to use, so I don't know why I did it like that. <laughs> <laughs> You've reached Curio Customer Service. My name is Cal. How can I help you today? Hello? Hello? Is someone there? Is a human actually speaking to me? Yes, uh, ma'am. Oh my God, just a second. Don't hang up. For the love of all that is holy, stay on the line. I'm not going anywhere, ma'am. I just have to pull over. Just let me get off the road. Jeez, where'd you learn to drive, you lunatic? Uh, are you talking to me, ma'am? No, no, 
Not unless you're driving that red Taurus that almost sideswiped me. I am definitely not doing that. How about we just don't talk until you pull over somewhere safe? But you'll stay on the line, right? Please don't hang up. I won't hang up. Good, because do you have any idea how long I've been listening to that horrible hold music? Three hours and 45 minutes. I could have watched Titanic in the amount of time I've been on hold. No, that's way too relaxing of an example. You know what I actually could have done in the amount of time I've been on hold? I could have brushed my teeth, gotten dressed, painted my toenails, waited for them to dry, gone down the block and ordered a bad bagel and the wrong coffee, gotten into my car and driven all the way from Brooklyn to the middle of Jersey in traffic so slow, I nearly ripped my hair out. That's how long I've been on hold. Uh, those were um, extremely specific examples. That's because they weren't examples. That's literally everything I did while I was actually on hold. I gather that. Okay, so that's just a real short snippet, and it gets really a lot more witty and a lot more fun, but um, I just love... And that's how it starts, so I mean, it just it just catches you, it hooks you right from yes. the beginning. Yes, um, it's, yeah, it's just from the get-go, and there's tons of sound effects and things like that, so anyway... Um, what was your overall impression of the book? I would just, uh, it was so refreshing. Mm -hmm. I, that's only, I don't know how to explain to our readers. It's, it's unlike anything, because like we said, you're, you're listening to it. You're listening to this, these two guys with this witty banter, and you're just watching their relationship develop, and then there's a few twists in the middle and mm -hmm. at the end, and um, it was just very, it was fun. It was pleasant. And, yeah, and I will say this too. It's not all just fluff. Mm -hmm. um, towards the end of the book, it does delve a little deeper. She kind of compares how Cal is uplifting and how he talks to her kind of compared to how her parents treat her. Oh, that's right. And he looks at everything from a positive aspect, whereas they kind of look at everything from a negative aspect. Yeah. And so I don't want the readers to think it's all just fluff and yes. rom-com and silliness. Mm -hmm. There's some deeper things that they dig into, like relationships between her and her brother and her family and his relationship with like a dad and the stepmom. Mm -hmm. And there's a few little side stories that go on yeah but overall it's just a fun pleasant interesting mm -hmm. read and i highly recommend it. i agree so, okay well did you have anything else to say about call me maybe um no i do like how it is a quick listen i did like mm -hmm. that i mean what five and a half hours you know if you want to call that quick i do yeah so yeah i just you know heck yeah get, uh, get it listen to it and just one saturday when you're cleaning house or mm -hmm. and you're out exercising working the yard listen to it it's absolutely, great absolutely yeah okay as always we want to thank you for joining us and we will see you next time on twin, twin talk, talk.